What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. You know, the number 59 has historical significance in sports. It represents the number of consecutive scoreless innings by Dodgers pitcher Oral Hershiser back in 1988. It's also the number that Pittsburgh Steeler Hall of Famer Jack Ham wore. And it's also the most number of days in a row that America has gone without any of the four major professional sports teams playing a game. Now, that happened in 1981 during the Major League Baseball player strike, 59 days in a row. Tomorrow marks 59 days in a row that we've been without Major League sports being played in the USA. Interestingly enough, Major League Baseball might actually be the first to return, and in a minute we'll welcome in our guest, a 10-year former Major League veteran, who's also a 25-year broadcast professional veteran in just a second. I'm Bernie Fratto. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. So go to geico.com for a free rate quote. Sports are entertainment, but they're more than that. They're a shared experience, and as such, people want to talk about them. So pull up a chair, join the party. For the next hour, we have one goal, to simply enjoy ourselves. This is straight out of Vegas. The pregame show you always wanted. And as they say in Cesar Tovar, Minnesota, it's going to be lit. All right, we waste no time. Let's welcome in a gentleman. He's a 10-year major leaguer, a 25-year broadcast professional. He's always had his finger on the pulse of Major League Baseball. Say hello to Larry Sorensen. Larry, how are you, buddy? Bernie, I'm doing great, man. This is just like old times, sitting up at 2 in the morning talking baseball with you. 
I love it. Let's uh, let's dive right into it because we've got so much to get to. And before we dive into the mechanics, Larry, of what the 2020 Major League Baseball season could look like, I want you to answer a question. I want to ask you a question that I believe you're uniquely qualified to answer. See, because in 1981, you remember the St. Louis Cardinals and you experienced the 59-day layoff during the 1981 strike. So take us inside the mindset of a major league athlete who's dormant when his body clock says he should be at work. Well, it was so hard to do it in the middle of the season because uh, the St. Louis Cardinals were having a terrific year. And I think we ended up with the best overall record in the National League or the second-best record in the National League, but didn't make it to the playoffs because they took champions from the first and, and uh, second-half uh, teams when they split it up. So it, w- it was my first year with the Cardinals. Whitey Herzog had made a big trade in the wintertime. He traded uh, Ted Simmons, Raleigh Fingers, and Pete Vukovic to St. Louis for myself, Sixto Lescano, David LaPointe, and David Green. So it was, it was a big deal, and we were off to a great start. And then all of a sudden, the union said, and baseball said, we're going to shut it down. So it was really difficult. The adrenaline that goes with, along with the season was in midseason form, and all of a sudden there was nothing to do the next day. You just didn't report to the ballpark. So we didn't really know what to do. Everybody was just floundering around, looking to figure it out and see what we were going to do, how we were going to handle it. And that seems like it's kind of the way that it is right now. Exactly. I wanted to draw that parallel because we had spring training this year for the most part. Looked like we were getting ready to start a season and then thud like you just said. And by the way, I always believe they owed you a World Series share from 82 because you're with Milwaukee in 80, <laughs> right? In St. Louis. In, in St. Louis. Well, you get the picture. So, uh, yeah. With the, yeah, 82 was a very good year for the Cardinals and Brewers. Not yep, so much yep. for the Indians where I was. But you contributed. So, anyway... Uh, let's dive into this. So Major League Baseball, they're expected to send their proposal. Uh, I, it looks like Tuesday as to when the 2020 season could start. And, the, you know, the Players Association has to evaluate it. So what's your analysis of the plan? And do you think it'll get ratified? Well, I think the, the first thing that we're going to have to do is see exactly what the plan entails. Because there's so many rumors going around right now, it's hard to sort it all out. Um, I, I'm not exactly sure what the logic and rationale is going to be beside, behind the regional uh, schedule that they're talking about, 10 teams in three divisions, and trying to line it up east, w- east central, west. Uh, if they're going to do that, do you carry it over into the following seasons? Certainly travel wouldn't be a factor because you've got to travel anyway. You're not going to bust guys from uh, Detroit to Miami or wherever the case may be or Detroit to Texas. So. The airplane travel is going to be a factor. Hotel stays are going to be a factor. Players quarantining are going to be a factor. I think really it's all up to the virus right now. Much like the rest of us are going through in life, the virus is going to decide what we do. One of the factors, by the way, we're with Larry Sorensen, 25-year broadcaster, 10-year Major League player. Larry, 40% of the revenue comes from fans and stands, and it looks like at most they would play 80 games, which means the revenue pot is a lot less from the players you've talked to, I know you've got your finger on the pulse. How are they going to feel playing under such reduced salaries? Well, I think that the players would be willing to do it because uh, any salary is better than no salary at this point in time. Plus, there is the love of the game that you want to go out there and play. Certainly would be a very unusual situation. We remember the game in Baltimore when there were no fans in the stands, and it was just such an oddity 
and such a thing to do. But even to televise it, when you start talking about the production people that would be involved to get them to televise the games, uh, you know, that's, a, that's an entirely new proposition there to try to move people around to get them the television exposure that you would like to have. Uh, a lot of complications involved with that. It would certainly be odd. I think that the players would be amenable to finding a way to do it. These days, to be honest, Bernie, I talk to a lot more of the organizational people, and we're going to talk about the Pitch Logic Baseball a little bit later. But right. I'm talking right. almost daily with front office staff and, and, the, uh, and the management of the baseball teams, and they're all just up in a state of flux. I mean, spring training happened, and I talked to guys who said literally on Thursday night, they said, you've got 15 minutes on Friday morning to go in and get your stuff out of the locker room, and then you're going home. And, and that's the way that it happened. And I just talked to some guys on Friday, and they said, we got no idea. They just said, stick by the phone. That's all we can tell you right now. Talking with Larry Sorensen, 25-year broadcaster, 10-year major league pitcher. Now, I'm going to ask this question tongue-in-cheek because um, in 1982, and again, this is a question you're uniquely qualified to answer. It's one thing to play the game in Baltimore. Remember that. It's another thing, you know, Arizona Fall League, there's nobody there. But in 1982, you were with the Cleveland Indians. So tell us what it's <laughs> like to play in front of no fans every night. Yeah, it's one of, one of my favorite stories. That, that stadium held about 81,000 people. Right, it was right? built for the Olympics, in, uh, right? Yeah, in, in uh, Cleveland, Municipal Stadium. So we're playing. Uh, I, I rode in on a plane with Rick Sutcliffe, who had been traded over there in the wintertime, and, and we went to do the caravan, and we talked about it, and I said, it's going to be a little bit different in uh, Cleveland, you know, it's not going to be like the Dodgers were when you were with Los Angeles. He says, sure, right, you know, and we go through spring training and everything's good. We get to Cleveland for opening day and we're playing, uh, we're playing the Milwaukee Brewers, one of my old, one of my old teams. The first day, there's about 69,000 people. And it was crazy, you know, it was wild. It was opening day and Sutcliffe comes over and he says, what's wrong with this? This is great. And I said, just wait. The next day, there's about 4,900 people in the stands and i'll never forget my roommate uh, my old roommate with milwaukee mike caldwell yells over from the other dugout he says hey roommate you pass gas over there thought i heard you, <laughs> you know you could, hear, you could hear people in the stands talking to each other it was it was wild we weren't very good but uh you know that's that's what happens that's just what happens that's baseball yeah, I was being sarcastic, of course, but and, and and I didn't mean to stump on you there, but that stadium was actually built because Cleveland made a bid for the 1932 Olympics, which Los Angeles ultimately got. So if anybody ever went to that cavernous place, which I think they unfairly called it the mistake on the lake, man, it held a lot of people. So, so back to the deal. Uh, you've got the players' union and you've got the owners, and they have to meet in the middle, and I think there have already been contentious. It looked like the – uh, the uh, CBA next year was going to be, you know, hard fought. So let's start on the players' union. So, uh, Larry, to the best of your knowledge, what would be a showstopper that would be part of this uh, proposed agreement that would prevent baseball from taking place? Yeah, well, you know, one of the really difficult things I, I think is going to be how they're going to house people. Because if you want to take some players and, and say you've got to be quarantined for three months, um, you know, away from your family for the three months, that would be a really difficult thing to do. And I don't know how they're going to handle the housing situation. There's talk about putting teams in apartment complexes together or maybe taking over a hotel, things of that nature. So that's one of the complications. Um, I, I think part of it, too, that I hope that they stay away from is they can't get like Congress, you know, because we, we see them agree on the basic principles of some kind of a deal, 
and then all of a sudden you get that agreement on the main portion, and at the last second somebody tries to tag something else that's completely non-related, you know, and you hope that baseball wouldn't come down to that pace. As right. you mentioned, the CBA expires next year, and to start negotiating while you're trying to get the product back on the field this year I think would be a mistake. So who knows where they're going to be coming from. Everybody misses it. We know what a great unifier the national pastime can be and has been in the past. I just happened to see the clip of President Bush throwing out that first pitch after 9-11 uh, recently. And, man, just goosebumps all over the place. All right, let's take a look at the ownership side. What would be a showstopper in terms of what they're not willing to part with on a go-forward basis to get the season going? Man, that's a, that's a great question because there are some very contentious issues. Yes. I think that one of the, one of the things that uh, b- baseball is trying to do so much is to change the pace of the game. to try. And I don't quite understand it, but to try to change the pace of the game and shorten the time a little bit. So, you know, I've heard, it's, I've heard some folks suggest that if you're only going to play 80 to 100 games, this is the time to try out all the different things. This is the time to try out a new time clock in the big leagues instead of the minor leagues. This is the time to try out maybe an extra inning with a runner on second base. This might be the time to try out some, some other new gadget uh, things they want to introduce. We're already going to be seeing, or already we're supposed to have been seeing, the three-hitter rule that uh, oh my goodness, yeah. to, to, try to, to try to pick up the pace. So I hope that the Major, the major League Baseball doesn't try to say, well, we'll try to uh, experiment with seven different things instead of just the two things that we really had focused on for the upcoming season. By the way, I did enter, I did hear that uh, you can confirm this or not that they would be going with forty-five man rosters. I can't confirm that. It's it's one of the great questions. I, I'd also heard that they were going to keep an array of players in kind of an extended spring training, so essentially keep one minor league team playing at the minor league ballparks uh, someplace in order to have a reserve system. So again, that's the kind of stuff that'll be negotiated between uh, MLB and the Players Association, which is, which is always an interesting process, too. I remember in, uh, in 81, back to that a little bit, I was in, living in St. Louis, and obviously there were a great deal of players that were there, and it was uh, always a central point for players that lived there after the season was over because St. Louis was a great place to live. They took care of the players and everything else. And we started out working out very regularly and very fervently because we thought it was going to be a quick strike. And we were playing simulated games on a college field. Ted Simmons was organizing guys, and we had a phone call out, and Bobby Forsh and Keith Hernandez and Suter and all, everybody stayed around, and we were working out. And after about two weeks, man, it was all, okay, let's play catch for 15 minutes and then sit on the back of the truck and drink beer and figure out what the union's talking about with the owners. And you get away from it pretty quickly. Now, sure, training methods sure. are different these days. Players, Most players are still working out uh, as they have in the in the off season and keeping themselves ready but it's going to be an interesting process and then all of a sudden the snow melted august 11th and the all-star game was in cleveland <laughs> we were back in business so let's hope there let's really all hope that baseball is back on july 4th it would be a tough pill to swallow to not uh, be able to have a pop on july 4th and watch a ball game he's larry Sorensen. now coming up you know covid 19 has affected players on every level but it hasn't prevented you from training like a pro talk about analytics larry's going to explain coming up
I'm Bernie Fratto. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. This is the pregame show you always wanted to. Don't go away. You're listening to Straight Out of Vegas. Straight out of Vegas! The great Bernie Fratto, folks. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed? Do you notice you're losing a little bit of hair? You're shedding a little bit? Well, if you're noticing a little less hair on your head and you're checking your hairline all the time, you got to check out Nutrafol. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted whole-body approach. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code CRSHOW. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code CRSHOW. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code CRSHOW. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today we are back on Straight Out of Vegas, the pregame show you always wanted. I'm Bernie Fratto coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. We're with Larry Sorensen, 10-year major leaguer, 25-year broadcaster. You know, Larry, everything in baseball evolves. There was a time when lifting weights was taboo, and that's why pitch logic is so intriguing. This is a revolutionary product that can truly make a player get to his ceiling. Tell the folks, Larry, about pitch logic. Yeah, pitch logic is, uh, you know, analytics has, has become the rage of the game, and, and uh, teams are using it in so many different ways. But this pitch logic is primarily a, it's a baseball that has sensors inside, and it uses major league quality leather 
uses the exact same thread that's made on a Major League Baseball. And it's got sensors inside that give you 12 different metrics that are the 12 basic metrics that every ball club leads, use, uh, uses and needs. So all the spin rates that we hear so much about, you've got total spin, but what the Pitch Logic Baseball does is breaks it down to rifle spin, back spin, which is the hot number these days, and side spin. And it tells you on each pitch that you throw exactly what the numbers are, and you get an instant feedback right to your cell phone or to your iPad that tells you what that previous pitch did on its way to home plate. So it gives you velocity. It gives you the lift force. It gives you the brake direction. It gives you where your arm slot is. There's a clock face on the app. And you can download the app for free. Just go to pitchlogic.com, and uh, you can download the app to your phone and take a look at it. But 12 different metrics that can help you with every single pitch that you throw by telling you what that baseball did on its way to home plate. And it's not just for the pro guys. I've got 10-year-olds that come into our lab and uh, use it. And they get it. You know, people learn differently these days, and the young people get it. So it's been a lot of fun to work with. I've been working with this company for two years now, and it's been a fascinating process along the way. The ability to have that kind of access to data where you can track every pitch and you can metrically see that you're getting better or you're progressing, obviously even at the higher levels where things are so more refined, I'm hearing now that Major League Baseball teams are very interested in this product. Well, we started uh, we started selling it last year about the middle of the summer, and I started going to the different pro teams. And if we hadn't had this uh, this little pause in the action this spring, we'd have had all 30 teams that were using it. We're very strict about the information, who gets it at that pro level. But it's really going to be tool, a tool that will uh, go across all levels of play from the major leaguers down to the little leaguers. Um, we've, we've just, we're just finishing up a program. We'll have baseballs in the hands of pitchers on every major league staff. The minor leagues use them to develop quite a bit because the machines that are our cheap competitors cost anywhere from $3,500 to about $35,000. And uh, we've heard of the track man inside the stadium and Rapsodo and the stalker, and they're all fine, fine instruments, and, and they do good work. We just think that having the, inf- having the information come out of the inside of the baseball gives you the most accurate information that there is on the market. Talking with Larry Sorensen and pitch logic. Larry, obviously players have a tendency to look for different results, but they don't realize they're doing the same thing over and over. Can you dive down a little deeper in terms of how the ball can share with a pitcher if he's improving the tightness of his breaking balls or his velocity or these things, things of this nature? Well, spin efficiency is one of the key things that, uh, that the pitchers look for when they're, when they're throwing the baseball. And they want to make sure that the ball is spinning in the most efficient manner that it possibly can. So one of the numbers that takes energy away is called rifle spin, or they call it bullet spin or gyro spin. And it means that the ball comes out and is spinning like a bullet does coming out of the rifle, and that's energy that's not helping the ball break in any direction. And so what, uh, what you're able to measure is exactly what that spin efficiency is. You just tap on one button and it comes up as a percentage. And you can see that if you change your hand grip, if you change the angle of your hand, if you change your arm slot, you can change the spin efficiency of what you're doing with a baseball. If you want to try throwing a curveball a couple of different ways, you can mark with this with the pitch logic system, you can mark the different grips that you use and do a side-by-side comparison of which is the most effective pitch that you're throwing. There's a clock face that shows you with a line where your arm angle is, where your arm slot is, and there's also another line that shows you the spin direction 
that the ball is breaking. And you can tell, and by looking at the variances, you can determine how you yourself are most effectively. You don't necessarily have to be Justin Verlander. You have to be the best you. I'm guessing also because this enables you to more consistently develop your mechanics, balance point, release point, and such, you talk about arm slot, I'm guessing it can help prevent injury. Is that a fair, uh, is that a fair guess? Yeah, absolutely. And, and one, of the, one of the ways, and, and it's really interesting, you know, having the 30,000-foot view of what all the organizations are doing, it's been really interesting for us to be able to sit back and see which direction they're going. So a lot of the ways that we've gotten in, well, some of the ways that we've gotten in with some of the teams is through their rehab departments because you can measure the, the amount of energy that guys are putting into their throws. You know, are they operating, if a guy normally throws 90, and we only want them throwing two-thirds of that. We only want them putting out two-thirds effort. They can monitor with the pitch logic baseball exactly how much these guys are going, how much they're throwing. They can see if they're getting back to the normal baselines that they've established when they were healthy when they come back. So for scouting, uh, you know, imagine, and we've got uh, numbers that come in from all over the world where organizations send the ball home in the wintertime with their players. And so we get, we get the throws that come in from all over the world as guys use it in the offseason. Scouting, rehab, player development, the minor league level, monitoring your flat ground throws, monitoring your long toss throws. It can be used in a number of different ways. And we're even starting to get into infield catchers and outfielders throwing with it to measure so that they can see what the ball is doing when they release it. Do you have some baseline numbers established in terms of what might make an individual a prospect? For instance, anybody who's ever signed, the organization's going to time you in the 60. They're going to watch you throw from 300 feet. You've got a lot of great metrics here having to do with speed, backspin, sidespin, etc. Are these things scouts are now paying attention to that might cause a scout to look at a player differently when he sees these metrics? Well, they're the kind of things that aren't as readily available to catch because uh, you don't have the access to the numbers. So if you can get to a workout and have a prospect throwing with these, and we do work with the showcases and with the camps and uh, a different tournament situation, guys throwing on the side, and so those numbers be available. And then, uh, you know, the flat ground app that's online where players that are trying to go to college uh, are, able to post their, um, are able to post their numbers online so that people can see it. Those are all areas that, uh, that it's useful in. But there's a lot of different ways that it can be used. People are still finding out exactly how to use it because it's only been used uh, to this point primarily in the professional organizations and the colleges. Colleges are just as uh, current with things as the pro guys are in a lot of cases. So it's filtered down to that level and then into some highlights, some of the high schools as well. Wrapping it up with Larry Sorensen, 10-year Major League pitcher, knows a thing or two about pitching, retired nine straight guys in the 78 All-Star Game, 25-year broadcaster. Larry, go ahead and give the website how folks can get more information and look into purchasing the baseball. Yeah, PitchLogic sells for $250, and uh, we've got a a refurbishing program. If the leather, which is Major League quality leather, if that gets scuffed up after a few months and you need to refurbish it, Send it in to us, and for $50, we will put a new cover on it and send you back a brand-new baseball. So go to PitchLogic.com. Check out the website. There's a description of all the different metrics that are involved. Like I said, 12 different metrics. We're going to have a new app that's coming out in a couple of months that does some things that the pro guys have requested that will really have some mind-blowing capabilities as far as some of the things that the body does when it throws the pitch and uh, it gets a lot deeper into it. But for the 12 basics that everybody uses on a routine basis, 
It can be on your phone. There's no subscription fee. You can sign up as many players on your team as you want. They can each have their own account so that they can log in. You can get a printed report out after uh, your session is over so you can look at all the different pitches you threw. Uh, it's a great tool to use on the mound. You can swipe back and forth between pitches and take a look at what you just did. It's really a lot of fun to play with, and it gets very competitive. Guys use it. Somebody throws with it. The next guy comes over, and he wants to beat the other guy's numbers. That's big He's out Las Vegas, isn't it? You're spot on. Analytics, metrics, you're speaking our language. He's Larry Sorensen. That's Pitch Logic. Go to the website. Sounds like a bargain to me. I know guys that spend four or $500 on an aluminum bat. So for this, for something to give you this kind of technology, sounds like a terrific thing. Larry, best to you. Thanks for joining us tonight. He's Larry Sorensen, 10-year major leaguer, 25-year broadcaster. Thanks for staying up late, Larry. Always a pleasure, old friend. All right, right back at you. He is Larry Sorensen. Go to PitchLogic.com. No matter what level you're playing, you're always going to want to get better. Trust me, because your competitors are. Coming up, well, we're going to talk about the last dance preview. We've even got some betting thoughts on that and some props that have been decided, some yet to be decided. We're going to preview, by the way. Uh, episode 7 tomorrow. It's a doozy. I'll tell you what you're going to see. And also later in the show, did the schedule makers just hate the New England Patriots? I will explain why. But first, let's go to the man. He's so tough, he came in contact with the coronavirus, and now the virus is in quarantine. It's Brian Finley with the latest. Yeah, I body slammed that virus that's for sure thank you so much bernie live professional sports making its long-awaited return in the united states ufc 249 showcased a stacked card on saturday from jacksonville in the main event justin gaethje capturing the interim lightweight title after emasculating tony ferguson by tko in the fifth round gaethje boasting after the match quote i knew i was a killer stepping in i'm good bro End quote. He improves to 22-2. and two. Earlier on the schedule, Henry Cejudo wins TKO style over Dominic Cruz to regain the bantamweight belt. Cejudo announcing his retirement after the match. And when he was asked what's next for him in his life, he said, quote, I want to give my life to procreation. End quote. Also on the card, Francis Ngannou disposing of his opponent in 20 seconds. His four straight first round TKO or KO, I should say. And finally, Ken Rosenthal of Fox Sports is reporting Major League Baseball will produce a proposal on Tuesday in regards to having a 2020 season. And then the owners on Monday will all hop on a conference call to sort out the details. Back to our guy, our fearless leader, Bernie Fratto. That virus is no match for your socks and sandals, buddy. <laughs> no Book way. It. Hey, get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. To include your FICO credit score and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. You know him, you love me, can't live without him. The man is the hardest working man in rock and roll. That's Mackenzie Rivers. It's time for Mackin' on the NBA. Before we dive into all this great work you've done, I want to get two things off my chest. Go ahead. All we heard all last week after my commentary is, well, you know, Jordan's not the only one that didn't like Isaiah. Uh, duh, I know all that. The point I'm making, the point I was making was that Jordan would not have played if Isaiah was on the team. The rest of the guys, they would have gone along. Jordan wouldn't, and Stern knew it, and he was not about to mess with that. So tomorrow night, McKenzie, episode seven and eight, 
It's going to get real. Uh, they're going to deal with the extremely unfortunate murder of James Jordan, uh, the, the Jordan retirement press conference, which is very emotional. Uh, we, we get into Jordan's baseball career, and then, of course, the famous infamous punch from uh, Jordan when he hit Steve Kerr in the face. And by the way, my moles tell me that Kerr actually hit him first, McKenzie. Yeah, he gave him a, he gave him a uh, shiver, right? A shiver for him. Like, you Punched him in the man. chest, I think. You got me a little too close right now. I'm Steve Mother Kerr, man. <laughs> can't, can't get into my space like that. Kerr said he's not proud of that event. I think that's the most proudest moment of his life. I mean, you stood with the man, the Babe Ruth of his era, you know, the Mr. Invincible, Michael Jordan, and you didn't take guff from nobody. I think he should be proud of that. Well, and not only that, Jordan's the one that got kicked out of practice, not not Kerr. Right. Phil Jackson right? saw— Kerr, former, former high school teammate of Arnie Spanier. <laughs> I heard they're uh, it's actually true. really close friends. Right. Arnie's gone on to great things. I, I don't know whatever happened to that Kerr guy, but that's a story for— an, I heard different... Spanier's the better shooter, too. I mean, that's just what I heard. Oh, I'm that's telling you, man. Say. You can't leave him open. <laughs> big shot. You've heard a big— Big shot, Bob. <laughs> Big shot, Arnie. All right, let's go over some of these props because yeah, 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 yeah. you can bet on everything these days, right? You, know, you can't bet on these in Vegas. But you know, let's let's go through. Okay, so, so one of the props that's already in, the first person to be shown in the series other than Michael Jordan, and the winner is? Scottie Pippen, number two. Now, some of the names on this list are stupid. Why would Jerry Seinfeld be there? Now, Justin Timberlake actually made yeah, the cut. Yeah, but he talking was, about buying the Air Jordans. He wasn't the first one. Now, here's another one. This was minus 300. Jordan's game-winning national champ shot. They some, some of these are such easy winners in hindsight. Of course, they're going to show that. I mean, there hasn't been too many final seconds shot winner. One of them was by Michael Jordan. They're going to show that. Will Gambling, me mentioned, that was minus 200, so 67% chance. That was a lock. How can, a lock. Tell, how can you tell the story of Michael Jordan without at least mentioning gambling, you know, with all the things that came out around the early 90s? Another one, um, Will uh, Jordan cry? Now, this is something It was even money, 50-50 either way. Now, let's clarify this because yes. Jordan is sort of the protagonist. He sits in his chair, and he's sort of the narrator, as it were, for lack of a better term. It's my understanding and understanding this prop that Jordan had. I mean, they've already shown him crying in old film. Right, right. 91 when he's hugging the Lawrence O'Brien trophy and all that. He, uh, My understanding is for this prop to cash, Jordan has to cry. On camera. On camera. And my moles tell me that's going to happen tomorrow night. Yes, that's what people are saying. They're saying he breaks down when he talks about, I mean, this stretch happens in a row. The gambling saga, his father's death, his retirement from the NBA. You know, that adds up. And when he's talking about his leadership and what it took for him to, you know, burden everything that he did as the number one guy on that team for so many years. Well, I mean, I don't know if it's a surprise at this point. He's cried, you know, in public events almost every time, every chance he gets. Hall of Fame. Weeping it up. Kobe Bryant, you know, I feel for him. But it's it's nice. It's nice that Mr. Invincible also has a soft side. Let's talk about some other luminaries. This one, will Kobe Bryant be seen? We knew that was coming. Minus 300, that would have cashed, right? Interestingly, LeBron James, even money, three episodes left. I haven't seen him. So if you bet the no on that, you know, you got you, get, you can watch it from the edge of your seat the last couple episodes. Pretty much even money. Minus 120 both sides of Barack Obama. Now, if you think he is going to be featured in any episode for any reason, yes, plus 200, no minus 300, as yet to have appeared. It's not a question I've asked. I don't know if he will or won't. No, he, he has appeared. The uh, the prop was actually, will he tweet about the documentary? So he has appeared, so you've cashed on that. If you bet, will Brock Did Obama he tweet appear? about it? I just checked his Twitter account. He has not. I don't know what he's doing with his time. I don't know how many other uh, premiere 6 million viewers documentaries he's seen on every week. Get on it, Barack. Come on.
<laughs> Pump this up a little bit. We, we don't have sports. We got to make this like a Super Bowl event every weekend. Some of the other props. Uh, now, I, how, where did this come from? The Bill Clinton impeachment. Uh, yeah. Now, now, that took place in 98, right? right. I remember that. But so what does that have the, to do with the price of rice here? same thing with Jerry Seinfeld. It's just, will the 90s be emphasized in that way to kind of, you know, go into the Space Jam era and the green days? And will we get to relive his 90s? Not so much for now. I don't know how Jordan felt about the impeachment. I'm pretty sure he was, you know, pro. Now, the last one I want to talk about, will it win an Emmy Award no up. minus 500. I, I, I tell you up. what, if this doesn't win an Emmy Award, I don't know what the hell is. <laughs> like, I don't know what documentaries. Everybody's talking what about this. What sport documentaries are out there that are competition? I don't know. But everybody's talking about this. And rave reviews across the board. Have you heard anyone say, yeah, kind of boring, kind of slow? No, I mean, people have talked about how it's kind of disjointed going from early to late 90s back and forth. I'm not a movie critic. All I know is everyone that I know watches this on Sunday, good, every good, Sunday. Good for you. No That's... one ever grew up wanting to be a critic. And the <laughs> no. only, I would say the only negative commentary I've heard about this is that they think it's too slanted and that it's coming from the prism of Jordan and he's really sort of had poetic license to do whatever he wants. I don't care. To yeah. me, he's still the most consequential athlete in the history of the NBA. That might be true. It might be from his angle. It might be slanted, but it's not. I don't like care. It's not like they're hiding that fact. They open up the show. He's on the couch. They're you know doing the three sixty view while he's smoking a cigarette, looking into the distance, thinking about his life. It's obviously what Michael Jordan rec- remembers about hey, this run. He's been an open book, even in the political situation he where he didn't endorse the senator of North Carolina. Listen. Again, I'm giddy about this because I was there in the middle of it. I was in Detroit. The bad boys, the whole deal. I I felt like I had a front row seat when this was actually happening. So this is a treat for me. But regardless, you cannot not watch this and not be tangibly, visibly, viscerally affected by watching Michael Jordan. Coming up, Mackenzie and I are going to talk about why the New England Patriots aren't going to win as many games as you think. Now, we're not going to bash them. But we're going to qualify what we just said and where you might want to bet on the over-under that's posted on the board here in Las Vegas. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. I'm Bernie Fratto. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. This is the pregame show you always wanted, so don't go away. You're listening to Straight Out of Vegas. Straight Out of Vegas! One of the best in the business, Bernie Fratto. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. We are back on Straight Out of Vegas, the pregame show you always wanted. I'm Bernie Fratto coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Hey, get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer, to include your FICO credit score and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard limitations apply. Before I go any further, I want to thank my broadcast team back in Los Angeles. That would be Eric Roberts, Chris Perfett, and Brian Finley. Turning all the dials, keeping us glued together. Guys, thanks so much for all that you do. McKenzie, big day in Vegas Thursday. They announced the full schedules, and I want to dive into that. It's a perfect segue because I want to talk about the New England Patriots. And I heard Bucky Brooks today, he's a guy I respect a lot, say that he thinks that they're going to be just fine and they're going to win the division. Well, they're favored. They're tied with Buffalo for the 17th straight year, plus 120. Their total is eight and a half. Here is why I think, and by the way, I think the Pats are going to be competitive. Belichick will play a ball control field position game. They're not going to make a lot of mistakes. They're not going to turn the ball over. They're not going to blow assignments. They're not going to beat themselves. They're going to hang around, and they'll be just good enough to maybe go 8-8. Eight and eight. So I'm going under. Now I'm going to tell you why. The Patriots, in addition to losing Tom Brady, will they pick up a first-place schedule again? In fact, they've got the toughest schedule in the National Football League, based on the fact that their opponents had a 540 winning percentage last year cumulatively, and the Patriots get to face seven teams that had double-digit wins in 2019. By the way, they've got three straight road games in December over an 11-day period as the season is winding down. They get to face Lamar Jackson, Week 10. They get to face Jimmy G in San Francisco, Week 7. The Pats open up against Miami, and for whatever reason, Bill Belichick, in his career, 1-2 and two in openers versus the Miami Dolphins. Check this out, McKenzie. The Patriots have road games at Kansas City, mm. at Seattle, at Houston, at, at both Los Angeles teams. What does that mean? They're going to travel 29,594 miles, the most since 2008, and yes, they missed the playoffs in 2008. 
when I first saw that they're one of three teams with back-to-back-to-back road games, I'm like, what are the Patriots doing to Belichick? I mean, the league, what are they doing to keep these guys in the gutter like this? I mean, is it just punishment for 20 years of success? But then I figured it out. So week 13 and 14, they're in L.A., they're facing the Chargers, then they face the Rams. This is a gift to Belichick. He gets to hang out in L.A. by a beach, stay there the whole week. They're not going back to New England. The season's going to be over by that point. They're just going to be kick it, have their feet kicked up with one of those, you know, pineapple drinks. They're going to be relaxing by that point. This is a, a year off for the uh, lauded Patriots. Wait a minute now. You can't be serious. First of all, Governor Newsom will shut the beach down that week. <laughs> He'll have his pennies in a That's bunch. True. And so Bel- You can't go to the beach, Might Belichick. Might be the year to spend a week in L.A. And by the way, I think the Rams are going to be far more competitive than people realize. That's going to be a tough out. And the Chargers, I think, are going to be absolutely much improved. And sandwiched in between, you've still got the Baltimore-Houston game back-to-back. you got Buffalo and the Jets to close out the season in Miami. I don't. I think their division is much tougher than it's been in the past. Yes. Now, this is not a slight against Belichick. This is a situation where, if you even look, McKenzie, at the Patriots' twelve and four record last year, mm-hmm. were they really a twelve and four team? If you go through no. the Pythagorean theorem, they started out eight zero, and what was everybody saying? They haven't played anybody yet, which always makes my teeth itch because you don't say that about National Football League teams, but it is a fact. If you're playing teams that finished 10 and 6 versus teams that finished 6 and 10, it's better for the soul. So after starting out 4 and uh, excuse me, 8 and 0, they finished up 4 and 4 and then got knocked out the first round of the playoffs. That was with Tom Brady. And by the way, they had a very good defense. Nothing against Jared Stidham. From what I understand, he's ready to assume the reins. Belichick's going to hand him the keys to the car, but he's got no experience. We don't know what he's really going to do when the bullets fly. And you could argue the 199th draft pick of the of the year 2000 didn't have any experience either when he came in, won Tom Brady. But that's literally like a once-in-a-lifetime occurrence. There's not there's Tony Romo and Tom Brady, and other than that, late draft picks just rarely, rarely pan out. And looking at some of these spreads that came out, Vegas is not high on what the Patriots' possibilities are. Week 7 at home, Caesars put a look-ahead line when the 49ers face them. The 49ers are two-and-a-half-point favorites at New England. I, I, my jaw hit the floor when I saw that. This is even crazier. Week 16, Caesars put a look-ahead line out. And these are look-ahead lines. They're not as strong as regular lines, but this is what they think at Caesars. Week 16, the Patriots host the Bills. The Bills are one-and-a-half-point favorites. They think the season's going to be over by the Patriots by Week 16 is my only explanation as to why these lines would make any sense. Well, as we all know, the look-ahead lines can be vastly different than when the actual game is played. The dynamic can change quite a bit. They are laying a healthy line week one against the Miami Dolphins, six and a half. And I think Brian Flores has done a fabulous job down here. But we've buried the lead. These lines are made with the thought that there may not even be fans in the stands. So will traveling to New England be that daunting where, to your point, Seattle is also a road favorite as as, as they're laying three and a half. I believe they're laying three and a half. Yes, that's in Seattle, though. Okay, excuse me. I apologize. So the Raiders go to Seattle week two and then to the Raiders week three where the Raiders actually be a five-point dog against New England. There's only two games on this schedule where they're more than a six-point favorite. Week one against Miami. You already said they struggle sometimes there. And week 17, so 16 weeks later, they're more than a six-point favorite. They're a nine-point favorite projected against the Jets. I mean, if if they lose against Miami, all bets are off. They're not going to win eight games. Well, I don't think they'll sweep Miami. Miami's been a thorn in their side. They were a thorn in their side two years ago when they prevented the the the, uh, 
uh, Patriots from having to you know play a home playoff game, and then they got them last year, which uh, cost uh, the Patriots a buy. So Speaking be that best bet. Miami Dolphins plus nine hundred. They could steal this thing in the AFC East. I don't know if I can go that far because plus I is well, is Tua gonna is Tua gonna carry the you know the torch the entire season? I mean that's that's a tough one. That's a tough one no, to back. Go the These are guy. things we'll be talking about. All right, folks, that is going to do it for this week's edition of Straight Out of Vegas. I want to thank uh, Larry Sorensen, former Major League Baseball pitcher, ten years, at twenty-five year broadcaster, talking about pitch logic. Thanks, McKenzie, for all your help. Thanks to the guys uh, back in Los Angeles. Next up, Jason Martin. He's the man who brings it strong. It is time for the Jason Martin Show. Straight out of Vegas! Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate Hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 